0: How are you today?
1: Yeah, how are you?
0: Pretty good. I'm enjoying this easy Saturday. It's um, raining a little bit where I'm at. Um, making my way to Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, okay. So, it didn't, that, so if you hear rain in the background, that's what that is. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, so I am a 30-year-old travel professional slash healthcare professional, Atlanta native, um, just trying to get into the entrepreneurship field.
0: How long have you been a, a travel professional?
1: About six months <laughs> not that long.
0: Okay so this is your venture into the entrepreneurship?
1: Yes my first one. Uh, yeah gotcha. so healthcare is like the nine to five during the day kind of what I actually do.
0: Okay are you a nurse? Are you a doctor? Or
1: dental hygienist.
0: Oh hi. Nice. very cool. How long have you done that? Two years. Okay what led you to like seek out the entrepreneur route?
1: Well, I am, I am, I have a love for helping people. I mm-hmm. was one of those kids who didn't really have access to health or dental care as a youth. Right. My own dental insecurity has kind of fueled the need to kind of get into the dental field specifically. You know, smile is everything to people. So I feel like it's a really good thing to be a part of the process and helping somebody get that back. And it was originally dentistry, but um, with the career in the military, I didn't really feel like going through dental school, so I just settled for hygiene, which is still pretty good.
0: So you said you, you were in the military? Yes. Oh, okay. And how long were you in the military for? Um,
1: eight years. Yeah, so eight years, eight years. active, eight years uh, inactive. I'm sorry, four years gotcha. active four years inactive.
0: Okay. So um, help me clarify what, so when you say active, that's like going from basic training to like deployed or working as an
1: officer or. No, no, no. So active duty is just, you are actively participating in whatever career that was chosen for you after basic training Inactive means that you are not necessarily practicing in that field, um, but you are still need to have pretty much your uniforms ready. Um, Mm -hmm and be physically fit just in case you're called back into service. Uh, Yeah, so four years to me was me actively engaging in the career that they chose for me. And then I said, okay, I'm getting out, but still I was still technically in the system, so I wasn't officially discharged until um, May of 2017. So that's when I officially got out of the military completely. Wow,
0: so this is like really recent.
1: So two years in dental hygiene after that makes it 2019 and then six months um, because I yeah began the career field pretty much a week after um, I completed my military service.
0: Okay so did you like what what drove you to go into the military like did you do that right out of um, high school or college or like
1: um it's right out of high school so i
0: why by the military okay
1: um, hmm. um with um, a little bit of family or childhood issues i didn't necessarily have the financial resources to go to college um, i did see the military as an avenue to get what i wanted which was to go to school and also kind of help me because at the time of course my interest was in the dental field. So I felt like, well, I can kind of use that, you know, organization to do so.
0: Makes sense. And so you, you said you, you grew up in Atlanta and I've I've heard you mention it a few times that just growing up, it seems like it wasn't the, the easiest thing to kind of come by having opportunities and just like resources available to you for what you wanted.
1: True. Um I mainly because of I'm, I'm number two of 11 so i think it was mainly then how many of us my mother had um what, the neighborhood you said you're the second him. out
0: of 11 children
1: yes so i have nine younger siblings and one older sister wow big i know M. it could be a book <laughs> yes so <laughs> a little bit of a every 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 you know answer fuels you know another story basically Mm.
0: I like it I like it that's that's cool because I mean I literally met you at the beginning of this month and we just talking at the IG post exchange and it's just it's cool because you never know who you're going to meet and like I I literally started this journey back in August after taking some time off from work and kind of figuring out okay what what's that entrepreneurial thing that I want to do because um like I think there's something to be said for having a nine to five and also having it like an entrepreneurship like some people choose one or the other but I don't think there's anything wrong with having both or being able to do both right and that's, that's pretty cool just that you you have that and just from us talking within a few minutes like your your story is it's like everybody has their story, but I think like as you get a chance to like unpack it, you don't necessarily have to have it polished or whatnot, but like there's there's a lot to you, and I literally just met you off of like one conversation right well that's awesome i'm I'm glad, and I appreciate you um trusting me with this opportunity to just communicate with you and be able to just allow you to tell your story and your won't in your own words
1: right well thank you for the opportunity
0: you're welcome so you grew up in Atlanta Georgia the second out of 11 kids and I'm guessing like how how was that for you did you have to like as one of the elders I'm guessing you had to play like parent from <laughs> time to time where like you just looked out for each other or was it like
1: fun not so fun all the time um Looking back on it, I think like in the moment, it wasn't fun because I felt like, well, I want to be just a kid or I just want to be a teenager and I don't necessarily want to take care of kids. But with that many, I think it was kind of inevitable that I needed to kind of, you know, babysit, you know, a lot or, you know, change diapers or, you know, kind of the day to day. But looking back on it, I think it helped with one, you know, didn't have to deal with teenage pregnancy because (laughs) that was out of the question. i gotcha. pretty much had kids already. Um, it also... <laughs> You're like,
0: I, I'm not going down that route. I already know what it looks that. like.
1: And I have no kids now either because I feel like I just want to focus on, um, you know, my career field and kind of getting right, comfortable right. with me and then I'll get to that point when yeah. I'm ready. You
0: need some time for yourself. You're like, okay, I spent right. 18 years or so of my life raising <laughs> my brothers and sisters and now... Like, I'm taking care of people as a dental hygienist. I'm taking care of this in the military. It's like, let let me just pause, like, six months, maybe a year. Like, let me me focus on me for a second.
1: Yeah, just for a few years. Um, Gotcha. And then it, you know, helped me, you know, of course, know what not to do and look at things that I wanted for myself because, Mm. you know, every woman is different. You know, right. what's, what, you know, a good thing for one may not be for another. So right, I right. think he's looking at uh, my mother and, you know, my siblings and family members and stuff like that and seeing how that lifestyle was, you know, I just wanted mm-hmm. something different. So it kind of helped me make choices for myself in the future and decide what kind of woman I want it to be.
0: Gotcha. Did it take you some time to kind of get to this realization where you're uh, like, you came to this conclusion?
1: It did to get to kind of like the final answer as to what I wanted, because it was more like, okay, I want to be by myself. You know, the military didn't necessarily just take me outside of the state, you know, because the basic training is in Illinois. It took me out of the country because I was stationed in Japan the whole time. So I think I needed, yeah, that kind of break, you know, from Mm -hmm. myself. And from, you know, what my surroundings were at the time, um, right. because I didn't necessarily grow up in like the nice parts of Atlanta. So I just, okay. and even my recruiter said the same thing that I didn't belong here. Like I I needed to be, you know, somewhere else or, you know. What?
0: Wait, what What do you mean by that? They said you didn't belong there, like in Illinois or?
1: Oh, no, no, he was, my recruiter was saying that I didn't belong in Atlanta or I guess in the particular areas of Atlanta that I was. Um, okay. And I kind of saw that growing up, you know, I spoke differently than. My peers, Uh, we were homeschooled about 10 years, uh, so we didn't go to the public schools they did or associate with them. Um, I don't know. I just had a different mindset than my immediate surroundings, so to a lot of people, they're like, oh, hmm, you're different, and I kind of came to the realization as an adult that that was a good thing, so at the time, it was like, wait a minute, I want to fit in. I want to wear the clothes and shoes they are. I want to hang with them, so it just kind of took a little bit of realization to kind of come to that conclusion that, hey, you know, what I went through as a child, mm-hmm. you know, it made me who I am. So some of it sucked, but yeah. the outcome was that, you know, I am consistently growing, you know, yeah. on a daily basis, but I'm proud of who I am now and who I'm going to become.
0: Gotcha. It's funny because um, I feel like you said before, um, right about this age, 30, this, it seems like the age of wisdom because I'm, I'm having those similar Um, thoughts and reflections. And even wanting to start this is like a nice way to reflect on my life talking to people in my past that I've encountered. Mm -hmm. And um, in the same way, the people that I've encountered in the past, like I reach out to them because I want to stay in contact. And then um, the people that I'm meeting like yourself are like kind of like the future and seeing like what it looks like meeting um, just brand new people and seeing like how they view the world and the opportunities that they present. And like the opportunities that they've been able to take advantage of and kind of learn from that. I think it's, that's a wonderful thing. But um, which part of Atlanta did you grow up in, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Um, So I was born in Decatur. Okay. Then okay. We moved to Bankhead about a few years after that. I, think I was like, I don't remember times gotcha, there gotcha. I'm pretty sure i was like two or three then right. east point and then hmm. um forest park when it was nice it's no longer yeah. that <laughs> um, okay. and then finally lakewood was where i finished i guess high school and joined the military kind of gotcha. where turnerfield used to be in that area
0: so you guys moved around a lot mm-hmm. gotcha and I, I i see what you're saying now because like i haven't i went to school in atlanta um when i was in college but like i've heard of those specific parts in Atlanta maybe not being the best before and like some like areas like you mentioned now they're they're probably in worse shape than what they were originally and just being in that environment and being um in the position that you're in where it's um your parents you your mom your siblings um and It seems just like it's this hard situation, but like for one reason or another, you guys are just different or at least you're different and you're being homeschooled of all things to where like somebody that's going to public schools, they may be getting into like other stuff or they might get different exposures. But like you said, like what you went through was able to make you. And before you may have resented it, or at least if I'm if I'm putting myself in your shoes, I'm like, there's a lot of things from childhood that I kind of resented or some things where I'm just like, oh man, like I wish I would have known this. I wish so-and-so would have been there at this game or that. And it's like, you know, if they would have, maybe I would have turned out different and this conversation would never happen. So who's to say that would have been any better? And also a lot of the trials and like, heartaches or pains are like okay like that that makes me remember like i'm never going to want that other thing or desire that because there's not like i can see there's no substance in that necessarily or maybe it's, it's just not for me right gotcha so then uh can you kind of walk me through how so, like, how did you, or you, you already talked about why you decided to go into the, the military. So, like, what was that journey like from basic training to going to Japan? And, like, what was that experience like for you?
1: So, it was, to me, life-changing. Um, I had, of course, left the state. We used to go to Florida all the time to visit my grandparents every summer as a child. But, you know, I had never been on a plane. So the first plane ride was to basic training. That was traumatic because <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily enjoy flying. So anything mm-hmm. that is, you know, elevators, roller coasters, all that kind of stuff, just terrible. So the flight Still itself- Still to this uh, day? Uh, yes, to this day. Um, gotcha. I haven't necessarily gotten used to it. It's a fear that I, a phobia anyway. Um, and then going to, you know, a new state that I've never been to before, Chicago, the basic training was interesting, learned how to swim for the first time in boot camp. So that was uh, also <laughs> traumatic, because it's that like, kidding, yes, it is, you know, so it is. <laughs> they don't really care if you're crying, or, you know, you never did it before, or you're sad, or you right. You're, you know they just have a job to do, and it I'm all the better for it, you know, so mm. a lot of first times with the military, and right. I think that's I appreciate the experience um and Of course, getting the orders that I was going to be stationed over to Japan was you know it took me a few days of crying myself to sleep to <laughs> understand that it was the best thing um, yeah. and it's like a second home to me now, so kind of going over there and experiencing a completely different culture than what I'm used to over here in the US, you know, peaceful, there's like barely any crime, you know, food. So I just, and then of course, traveling around the world, you know, being based there, you know, Thailand, Russia, um, Korea, Australia, you know. So seeing those different places. So it was a lot of first times, a lot of experiences that I can't necessarily say that I would've have, would have gotten if I didn't join the military and right. you know, also contributed to shaping me into that person that changed so much when I came back. So and I'm lucky that I had one of the good experiences. And I don't know a lot of there are a lot of military members that can't say that the military was the best thing, you know, mm-hmm. since sliced bread to them, you know, their experiences. Right, right. The best thing so i'm out I'm grateful that I had one of the the good ones
0: gotcha yours was a little bit better than most or others yeah mm-hmm. nice and then so you said the whole time that you were active, you were stationed in Japan yes okay cool, and then you got to travel to Russia and other places it's pretty cool I've, I've never been to that side of the ro- of the world
1: yeah so I'm trying to i mean that's why I started the travel company because. I've never actually traveled without the military except for like one birthday mm-hmm. trip, but I wanted to kind of help people understand that it's a good experience and just how mm-hmm. good it is. And I also want to travel without the military. I know usually when I can, you know, say tell stories about, I you know, you know, military people love their stories, but <laughs> that is the most interesting part of my life. You know, it's like, okay, aside right. from crazy childhood or going to school for a dental. And, you know, so that's like one of my big, so I want to just kind of create more memories to get people to join in on the exploration fun, you know, traveling okay. helps you grow as a person, you know, and then, yeah. So, and a lot nice. of millennials don't really travel as much as their senior or retired community counterparts or those right. high schoolers that have that, you know, travel abroad course or mm-hmm. they're backpacking through Europe, you know, before they go to college. So the in-betweens, right, right. I don't feel like they travel as much as, you know, everyone else.
0: Gotcha. So. so so I guess with the with the company you've created and this entrepreneurship journey that you're on, um, how are you, like, how did you start it? How are you going about it?
1: Um, so I started, I guess, where I'm kind of going to start with all my ventures uh, with research. So it's just kind of saying, what do you like to do? What are you passionate about? What do you want to do for the world? And then researching from there. So you know what I mean? It's like, well, I like my job, you know, as far Mm -hmm. as dental hygiene goes, but it doesn't necessarily allow me to enjoy my free time as much as I used to. So I haven't traveled in about a little over two years, which is how long I've been in the dental hygiene field, um, mm-hmm. so it's just kind of working that nine to five, nine to five. I haven't really made time to continue that personal growth, which to me, travel and helps with that. So I wanted to kind of create that outlook, you know. And I know, even when I talk to my friends, it's like, okay, let's plan a trip. You know, there's things. Well, oh, who's going to do all the work? Um, I don't have time to put this and that together. My kids need a babysitter, you know, all kinds of stuff, you know, so it's putting me in that difficult place of like, well, should I go by myself? So, you know, bringing that all those obstacles together and kind of seeing what I can do about them. So that's kind of where the travel agency came in. I was like, well, people like me who, you know, want to go somewhere, but don't have anyone to go with, and don't want to necessarily do the work of putting things together, you know, then there's a source for you. You can pick a package, the date's set, all you have to do is pack a bag, and there are plenty of people that are going to come with you, you know, because it's group travel. So kind of made it easier. Um, And then as far as the other ones, they're being, you know, researched, because there's, I want to do microblading. Um, mm-hmm. Open up a club, a community center for kids, because I know I had a lot of good experiences when, with neighborhood camps and stuff like that. Um, nice. Photography you studio. Know, there's like about you know <laughs> yeah. five to ten things, but this is one you know one of many. Right. Like I like I, yeah.
0: <laughs> I like I like that your brain is still going, but you're focusing on this one thing and you're you're working through it. Like, mm-hmm. have you been able to um, connect with? other people to help you build this thing out because I, I checked out your Instagram page and everything and it's like whatever you're doing just keep doing it because yeah. like <laughs> the the posts and everything look great the pictures are like on point just like man I want to go
1: yes so um, I have someone who built my website which launched yesterday Um, and then I have someone who's actually in charge of my social media. It's really difficult for me to do it as far as like, well, I mean, I have to get up at five or six in the morning sometimes to go to work. So just trying to post and or create content to post Mm. a little difficult for me. So I have a social media manager and as well as someone who does the logistics as far as like creates the content, um, websites and flyers and stuff like that, that I need. So definitely Mm. there is help in the background. There's, um, It takes a lot of work as I found out, you know, people (laughs) say that, you know, they're like, Oh, it's really hard to be a businesswoman or be a businessman and be entrepreneur. When you're trying to do it alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you always need the help and it is very much appreciated.
0: Gotcha. And that, that's, very key and i'm I'm glad you brought that up because the whole the it's funny how we met because the whole intent of the event was to build a team essentially was that you get a lot of entrepreneurs together in a room and you encourage them to say hey mix and mingle with your peers no matter what um what agency they're in what um the word's escaping me right now but whatever industry they're in and kind of just figure out who the people are among you. Like if you need a videographer, if you need a media marketing person, a social media person. And like you've already had those people in your six months of starting. And like I've been able to see the results from just talking to you and saying, okay, like exchange information. Okay, I'll follow up, send you a message. And I'd look and I'm like, okay, wow. Like this, she says she's a um, um, I don't know why I'm blanking you're a trout you have a travel agent company and the proof of what you have online with your information matches that and it just goes to show that the level of execution you've you've gained either through the military you're growing up your professional job like you're taking those things and you're you're applying them um consciously or subconsciously i guess maybe you can speak more to that but it's just good to see that like You're making use of the time that you have. And instead of saying, oh, I don't have this or I don't have that, you use some of your resources to get people that know how and they're able to deliver on what they know to help you out.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I don't want to be the person that says, well, I can't because, you know, I don't have this and this and that because someone else has it. And, you know, it just takes some communication to kind of let that person know that you need them for that particular skill that they have. So, and, I, and my, I'm going to tell friends all the time, like, you know how to do this or this or this or that, you know, entrepreneurship is all about filling a need and, you know, being passionate with whatever skill you feel like you have and putting your hundred percent into it because everything that I do, I mean, I didn't want to go into hygiene and say, well, I'm not really feeling it, you know, after a couple of months and say, all right, I'm done. You know, I think I gave it a chance. I uh, busted my butt. You know, I'm really good at it, um, but it's just not enough for me. So, you know, entrepreneurship is a way for me to kind of get through to that. But I'm also still, you know, in the field itself or continuing my day to day career. While I figure out other stuff, but every, definitely a hundred percent is put into every single venture I make military. They were sad that I left, but it wasn't for me. So I feel like if you really want to do something, of course, you still want to be stable and you know, pay bills, I guess, or support your family or whatever, you know, you need, but it just takes that execution to go after that passion and a lot of, in a lot of, you know, different ways you, it can be profitable. So it just depends on what, what you want.
0: A great point, um, and uh, I thought I lost you there for a minute. I, I was trying to mute myself because I'm still parked at the post office, and somebody oh. just pulled up and uh, they just started blaring their music, so I was like, crap, I might have to drive off. Oh, <laughs> got you, but they, they cut it down thankfully, so I'm back. <laughs> cool, so um, I guess you said you're wanting like are a lot of these travel trips that you're putting together are they mostly outside of the country to like experience other cultures or like what's what's kind of like your setup or like some of the packages and stuff you you put together
1: so it's a little half and half um i am all for you know domestic and international travel with this company so some people haven't even left the city of Atlanta, you know, so right. I know, and there's some places they want to kind of experience and they are better to experience with groups like New York um, and California, you know, places like that. So it's a little bit of half and half. So I have four domestic and four international trips planned for 2020. Um, Beginnings nice. in January will be a ski trip to Tennessee, skiing, ice skating, bonfire kind of, you know, cabin trip up yeah. there. Um, March, towards the end of March is a cruise. I know some people haven't mm-hmm. actually experienced a cruise before, you know, it's different sure. than military ship, So <laughs> uh, I do want to kind of experience that myself. Uh, right. To Haiti and Jamaica. Uh, nice. And that leads to like the yeah, end of March. Then in May, there's Bali. I know it's a really popular place to go. Mm. So That's going to be the first international trip for my agency, and then after that come California and Mexico, which is a duo trip or two in one, because they're so close to each other. At least the port part of California that we're going to is right near the border, so I feel like it's it's kind of good to get a combo trip and uh, get somebody a two for one, so they can get a domestic and an international trip at one time and then afterwards there's Iceland, Greece, Las Vegas, and New York slash Niagara Falls because you know another one of those combos and I've done that combo before and it's really fun so um, yeah I like kind of so I mean the person who is looking to travel somewhere at least if that's a resolution of theirs for the next year If they, you know, have put off travel long enough and they're tired of waiting on their friends, you know, this is kind of the place for them. And they'll have a whole lot of magnets because I collect magnets from every city or country that I visit, you know, on their fridge. You know, they want to collect that or they just want to take some notches off their bucket list. There's a trip, you know, in there for them. So it's a lot of good things. I know I'm going on all those trips. So (laughs) if anyone wants to try to. (laughs) complete the entire list or you just want one of the eight
0: you're you're doing all of that in 2020
1: oh yes i have not traveled in a while so i'm due for all these trips
0: so you're you're going into overdrive with it
1: yeah because i mean i feel like i want to meet these people i mean i want to be that personable i don't want to be that behind the scenes kind of right right you know founder that you never see you just know that they put trips together for you but to kind of know that a are awesome. really behind that, yeah. Right. So
0: then you're you're doing it intentionally to where people actually see, oh, this is the person that helped me get out of my, my backyard and actually go see me. a part of the world that I've been wanting to. And they right. help facilitate. That's and you amazing. Don't
1: really, yeah. You don't understand that passion until you meet that person anyway. You're like, okay, oh, this is why you want us to kind of do this and do that. And just to understand where that passion comes from, you know, so I love traveling, and anybody that kind of, it's kind of like getting a tattoo, you know, you know, it's going to hurt or, (laughs) uh, you know, it's, you know, you feel like, okay, the pain, just like grit your teeth a little bit. You know, it's really pretty pictures, but once you do it, you know, a lot of people come out with about 20 or 30, you know, just from getting Mm. that one. So I I know. Yeah. So it's just kind of scratching that first itch. And it's a good addiction, you know, travel is something that should be, you know, it's an investment. I tell people to invest in the experience. Right, right. That'll last you forever.
0: What do you tell people that say, oh, I may not have the funds or like, I don't know if I can do it.
1: I think it's more of kind of putting those funds together to... Because like I said, you're investing in the experience. It's not something that you're going right. to put money down on, you know, or some people don't have the means to do that. It's, you're going to build towards mm-hmm. it. So if you want to go on right. Bali right. to Bali in May, you start paying, you know, this month or next month and make payments gotcha. until May and a year in, you know, okay. so, or take the tax refund and say, mm-hmm. I'm going to put this towards, you know, a 401k, this is going to be to pay, right. you know, rent for a few months. Um And this is going to be, you know, a payment towards a trip for myself for the year. Even if that's the only place you go for the entire year, it's right, an experiment. Right. And you can say 2020, I did, you know, X, Y, and Z. Wow. Right. You know, so I think it's just something people, you know, kind of might want to, you, you never know if you are one of those people that just kind of swipes your cards, you know, mm-hmm. you can kind of let yourself know. <laughs> you. Because I've done it. I'm like, I spent $200. where? So right. it's it's crazy where your money actually goes. So you might have, you, you have the money. You just... It's going to other things, so it's about right. kind of figuring out whether those things are necessary, right, or you know, just something that you want, not necessarily you don't that you don't need. So wow, okay.
0: So I mean, is that something you help people do that may not necessarily be able to come up with a lump sum of money up front? Like, do you oh yes, there are, yeah, there are like payment plans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, nice. I definitely feel like I've got to go on one of these trips with you next year because. um, I was hesitant. I'm I'm one of those people that's like, oh, I may not have the money. And even like after going to college, getting a full time job that pays well, it's like I got into the habit of saving. But like I thought in my mind, oh, yeah, I would like to travel or like to have these experiences. But I'm like, maybe not now. And it's like luckily a friend of mine convinced me to go on this trip next year. Wow. That's like a, a, a resort with a group um, that I kind of met David Chance through. And like the first time they put it out, I was just like, no, like that, that seems like a lot. I I don't, I don't know. And then I went to the second trip this year where they, they had like a resort in Jamaica and, um, it was just like, I I wasn't in the best mind state completely, but I was still able to enjoy it. And like the Mm -hmm. same friend kind of pushed me to say like, Hey, like, why don't you like go, like go and enjoy it. Like you, you enjoy the group that you're with, which is, um, Breathe University. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but, um, Like this year, the trip was Jamaica and then next year it's for uh, Mexico. And I kind of talked myself out of going and they have like all inclusive resorts included in all of that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like I'm not working right now. Funds are really tight. So I don't want to just spend a whole lot, but I called the uh, the travel agent and I asked her, like, would you be able to work with me to kind of like split up the payments over this period of time? It's like, oh yeah, of course. And I was like, wow, I, I was ready to <laughs> not invest in that experience just because I saw like the reality of like, oh, I don't have a full-time job right now. I don't want to take out money where there isn't money, but it's like, just take the time to ask, like, is it possible to split the payment? And like, okay, well, I've got this money here, that money there. And then Just since I made that decision and like starting this podcast, meeting you, and just like the exposure, now I know okay, since I I did Mexico, even if I do one more trip next year, it's like that's one more than I would have done if I wouldn't have like just asked the question.
1: Definitely, because I didn't really realize time goes by fast, and I didn't realize until a few months ago that it had been two years since I traveled. I was like, oh, okay, you know, so you don't really. see how much time goes by and lets you, you know, lift your head from your day to day and say, wait a minute, or reflect, which some people usually do on December 31st, you know, at 11 o'clock right before (laughs) when they're counting down to the next year and they say, what have I done? You know, so just knowing that there's someone out there that's there to kind of help build your resume, you know, your personal resume of You know, you and what you want and where you want to go. So it's not even, yeah, not even a question of can you do it. It's, you know, do you want to? So I think travel is more like there's all kinds of resources as far as, you know, payment plans and, you know, working. So my clients or people are free to call and email and, you know, ask questions. You know, yeah, definitely. My yeah.
0: oh bad. I I'm, might I'm have messed you up there, but I was going to say, do you have anything coming up for Black Friday? And whether you do or don't, just go ahead and tell the people like, What's your agency's called, where they can find you, how they can get a hold of you? Because I'm almost thinking about like jumping ahead and like putting this episode out early just so that people can go ahead and take advantage of the opportunity rather than mm-hmm. not have any plans for 2020 and kind of watch it come and go like 2019 did. Right.
1: <laughs> All right. So my name is Keita. My travel agency is called The Interlude Travel. And interlude, of course, being a term associated with music, it's also a synonym for a vacation. It's that little break before you get to your day-to-day or your nine-to-five or whatever your daily responsibilities are. So again, the interlude travel website is going to be www.theinterludetravel.me. And that's I-N-T-E-R-L-U-D-E. Social media is going to be The Interlude Travel, and as well as, that's Facebook and Instagram. So we have eight trips planned for 2020. Few domestic for those who want to stay in the U.S. And those who want to fill up their passport, there's plenty international as well. So we hit every continent, or at least a few of them. So no need to wait for anyone else to, you know, get your bucket list filled. So visit our website. Our trips are going up every week. So by the end of the year, we'll have our complete list. So we're looking forward to you joining us because I will definitely be checking every single one. Yeah, it's all about investing in the experience. So that's, you know, you can invest in it's an investment in yourself. Mm -hmm. So just know that whatever you want to do, you can. It just depends on when. So for me, the earlier the better. Travel right. <laughs> planning should always start the year prior, if possible.
0: Mm-hmm. So nice. I love it. So one more time, give them your your website and how they can get a hold of you. And I'm gonna go on there now and start making plans for 2020.
1: Okay, okay. So oh so I do want to kind <laughs> of let you know yeah. that it is um, the agency is for millennial women, unfortunately. So I'm uh, so sorry. Okay. But I will definitely, I can definitely <laughs> plan a custom trip because I don't feel like guys necessarily take guys' trips unless it's like a bachelor no. party or, you know, something like that. Well, so I mean, what's, I what's funny is
0: that you you have a great point, but what's funny is that one of the, um, I, I get on this men's prayer line um, every morning and I have been for like the last two years. Mm-hmm. And the, the funny thing about it is that that prayer line had been active for like over twenty years or close to twenty five years. And within the last three years, somebody had a thought of like, hey, why don't we have a men's retreat? And he set it up. I mean (laughs) um, in the Gatlinburg Mountains, like where he rented Mm -hmm. out a cabin, saw the people that are interested, got us to sign up, paid the money in advance so that he can rent it out. And like the turnout's been different each year but just like the amount of like fellowship or like brotherhood that people have been able to gain from it and mm-hmm. just like that camaraderie where you talk to people on the phone but then being able to see them face to face and like you go out to eat you go hiking maybe and especially where you're talking about not just a group of men but like the majority of them are um black or african-american and to think that okay you, you do have like the fraternities you do have um like different activities like you were saying you may have bachelor parties or different things that guys would do but like this has somewhat of a spiritual aspect to it but it's funny we we kind of um code name the prayer line like the spiritual barbershop because literally <laughs> you get on the phone some most of the days and it's just like guys are chopping it up they're talking about what's going on in the news or what's going on in their area and we're just grateful to be to be able to jump on the line and like some, some people have passed and like during that time, like we acknowledged it and other people have had like health challenges. But to hear the stories and breakthroughs that people have had in their lives and like to acknowledge that okay like this isn't necessarily something happening to me but this is happening for me and you have like younger guys like myself and older guys that like just you learn from each other and it's just this constant like building and repetition that's that's definitely amazing but I'm glad I'm glad you clarified that it's for millennial women so maybe I don't get 2020 yet but don't forget about me.
1: Right, <laughs> most definitely. I know we had the. I know because a lot of them were saying, "Is it co-ed or is it going to be kind of a?" You yeah, know, I do pl- have some plans. You know, possibly next year making a. You know, duo trip because I know a lot of people are interested in it. But I wanted to initiate the platform for women because I know just right. by, just for the. You know, relation. Like, hey, I am a millennial woman. Woman mm-hmm. who you know likes group travel. So right. I think. Oh, I think
0: the service. M- oh. <laughs> Okay. It cut off. I, to, I lost you for a second. Yeah. But you—you you were saying you started but no, I, specifically for millennial women because that's kind of where you are, what you identify with,
1: right? And I feel like it's easy- you know, it's, it's easier to, you know, kind of relate to those who are like you. Mm-hmm. You know, so those just those relative things will kind of help gotcha. people feel comfortable. You know, so mm-hmm. well, of course, yeah, I'm gonna go with someone who's, you know, had those experiences that I had, you know, who mm. I can talk to about things that um, relate to me, whether, you know, so it's a good way of kind of bringing that group of women together because, you know, we don't want to compete with each other. We want to have somewhere where we can kind of come and talk and have a great time, you know, mm. travel and kind of build that community, you know, so sure. whether they want to, like I said, go one trip or all or, you know, kind of just experience, right
0: those things together Uh, so let's see oh i do i do want to ask you something else so can you hear me still yes okay so in you starting this entrepreneurship journey is there something like like trying to phrase it correctly like what surprised you about getting started like what were some of your expectations versus like some of the realities like was it like oh man i'm gonna do this like just like i saw other people on instagram do it or um was it like oh my god i didn't realize it'd be all this work
1: um so my biggest realization was probably the hmm, i guess the lack of representation so, of mm-hmm. course, if you open up a, a nail shop, there's about 100 or, you know, or 500 probably in the Atlanta area. Um, if you yeah, open yeah. up, you know, esthetician, you know, beauty or barber shop, yeah, whatever correct. it is. Um,
0: yep, it's
1: yep. And not saying that you want to be one of many, but right. I don't think travel is something that people can necessarily say, yes, you know, we want to do that. And maybe it's right. just there's not a lot of people kind of bringing that to their attention um right. and so you didn't, you didn't didn't see a lot of that about it like oh well yeah not at all so i think i was surprised That's at like wait a minute so how many so there are there are no and especially to this category that i picked um right, I was like, right. Well you went know, very so, specific it marketed more to right you know so i was like okay well no one's trying to get us to travel and it's right. it's marketed towards women of color and color meaning not just African-American because, you know, right. we women come in all colors, but right, right. just seeing that they don't really travel as much as others, you know, for whatever mm-hmm. excuses they have or whatever reasons they um, right. give, just trying to get them to understand, like I said, gotcha. how wonderful it is. But yeah, I think I, I kind of, I was kind of surprised at that, like, wait a minute, you know, so it was kind of hard to kind of gain that audience. And I think me Kind of getting myself out there and the footwork and being that Atlanta is mm. such a transient city, mm. you know, looking at those people and say, hey, while you're here, <laughs> right? I know that, you know, people come from all walks of life and, yeah. you know, they have their friends elsewhere and a lot of them don't have people to just hang out with even in the city. But right. I think having a community like that because there's, like meet and greets before you even leave where you're going that we have that are based in Atlanta before you go on the trip. That way you know what's, you know, who you're going with basically. Um, especially oh, before you leave.
0: A, So you have like brunches before you, you go on these trips?
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like a, br- a brunch or a dinner. Um, and I think that I saw a oh, lot of, man. cause it's more like learning from what you see, you know? So right, I right. see a lot of companies kind of having the welcome dinner or the welcome meal when you go on the trip but I feel like people kind of want to meet you before they even leave so that they kind of see what they're into and who they're going with and you know who who they're dealing with right and
0: you're still you're still going to these things like hey I'm the one that you're going to be trying I'm the one that's Mm-hmm. that's that's awesome i, I, I feel like yeah. yeah that's definitely like what another thing you just pointed to there is like from this mastermind group that i'm in the uh, bridge university group it's like i've heard a lot of the uh the mentors or the teachers talk about finding the gaps or finding like your um you i think it's ups or some like your universal selling proposition usp one of those but it's like If you know exactly what you want, like you said, okay, I want to identify like I'm a millennial that hasn't traveled in over two years. And as you search it out, I guess you probably looked for an agency to say, okay, I want to go travel. And then you don't find it. And you're like, why don't I just create it? And now you're seeing that I'm having these conversations with people and like, hey, like, why not get food before I go instead of just say, okay, let me go sign up with someone I've never met before. Go go. Like, are these people going to kidnap me? Like, (laughs) what what in the world am I getting myself into?
1: Right. And with all the things going on, it's just, it's good to put a face to the name, you know, because I mean, I try to go live every couple of weeks on my page. um, Kind of try to put just a little more personalization, you know, because there's a real person behind there that actually wants, you know, you to enjoy.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel like, Women are definitely going to, uh, millennial women are definitely going to appreciate you for this. And I appreciate you for doing this. And I look forward to what will be next and anything, even by just putting out this podcast, um, not this coming week, but hopefully the following week after um, Black Friday, it will help kind of like generate that buzz and hopefully draw other mm-hmm. resources to you that could be of help. Definitely. And are you, yes, there are is... you mainly, gotcha, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I so said there's a whole lot in store for, for next year, so nice. I am ready. Nice.
0: And are you mainly focusing on people in Atlanta, or are you going, like, with social media, are you trying to meet people in other cities?
1: Well, definitely other cities. Um, like I said, Atlanta is a transient city, so I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people, <laughs> well, as I've come to know, you know, being back right. in Atlanta, um, yeah. there's not a lot of people that are from here in the first place. So. Right, right. I think that focusing on Atlanta, because I'm based here, mm-hmm. is, you know, just a little too, just not broad enough. So, okay, of course, right. there are women all over. You know, there are people who are in Atlanta who are technically from California, so they can't go and mm-hmm. travel with their friends because they would have to kind of go, you know, there. or right.
0: back you know, to California. Their
1: yeah, their travel buddies That's are right. scattered across the country. So, mm-hmm. this is a way for you to kind of, you know, go you, to a hub yeah. where there are travel buddies so gotcha. no, there's more. it's more the Southeast for now. Okay. Um, right,
0: right. Hey, that's far far a great as we, spot.
1: Yeah. So and you the got
0: Atlanta, river. Miami, um, Charlotte, where I'm heading here shortly. And even mm-hmm. like somewhere like Augusta, I, I spent the last three and a half years there. And there's so many like mm-hmm. young professionals that are military. Um, they're military and medical and nuclear. And, mm-hmm just people that you would think okay they've just got their head stuck in the nine to five it's like yeah you you do have that but people are still people and they want to have experiences and things like that and knowing that oh this is something that's available and I don't have to be stopped by the fact that I don't have my travel buddies with me like here's a new group of travel buddies and I get to meet them before I go and then I, I can make an educated decision on that
1: right and you don't have to break the bank these are and that's yeah. another thing I found out too I mean these it's a lot of, you know, mis- miscommunication or misinformation as far as pricing goes, um, mm-hmm. as far as safety goes. And that's why I feel like traveling as a group of women, you know, will kind of help, you know, alleviate a lot of that. Mm-hmm. You know, just me kind of yeah. breaking down the price range for things. I'm like, oh, this is not as expensive as I thought. You know, right, Instagram right. probably makes things look like, you know, you have to be <laughs> you know, a millionaire to go to Dubai or, you know what I mean? Right, so, right. That's what I'm of, thinking you know, in my mind. <laughs> just bringing the reality to those situations because everything is not out of reach for everyone right just kind of helping people understand that hey no traveling is not as expensive as you may think Mm so kind of helping bridge those gaps of information it's
0: a great point cool well well, let me not keep you any longer (laughs) I I feel like if I say it a third time it would be like okay you said you're gonna end it like you didn't end it (laughs) Still talking, like what's going on? No,
1: here. no, it's good because it's different, you that's know, it's better to kind of keep talking than be and just breathing on the phone, like okay, right. well, <laughs> nothing to talk about here. So, what should you know? How's the weather? Right? So I think it's right. I think it's good that the conversation kind of, <laughs> oh, my Dave, God. I've had those conversations before, but I'm like, yeah. all right. So, you breathe yeah. and I breathe, and, you know, right. It's like, i like still alive, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got you. Cool. Well, let me let me find let me figure out what to uh, how to get this video uploaded. So what what I'll do is that I'll upload it briefly to YouTube. And it'll be unlisted, so it mm-hmm. won't go live yet, but I'll be able to share the link with you so that you can review it. Let me know if you want anything specific in the description, the bio, anything like that. And then okay. if you even want it at a specific time, if, if two weeks from Tuesday is good for you or another time that would be better when you're running a promotion, like I can do that and even send you the file beforehand. Before that, we put it out once it's edited. Okay. But thank you, um, Kita, And I look forward to having another conversation like this in the future.
1: Definitely. I can, I look forward to seeing, you know, how far we've both come. I love, you know, seeing growth over time. So (laughs) at that point,
0: I'm pretty sure it won't take
1: too long for us to talk about right
0: I mean like you said just to recap you started this journey six months ago like literally from yes. inception to getting the website just up yesterday and mm-hmm. I started the podcast thing two months or just last month well I mean two months ago I started recording in August but like I put out the first one in October 1st because I was like let me just go with this first date and then I'll just do it every Tuesday at 5 p.m eastern time and hey this is maybe like the 40th or 50th episode I'm recording but it may show up as like the 10th one and all of that came from like okay get over the um, apprehension get over the uh, procrastination and just kind of start where you are with what you have and I was like okay I've got my laptop, I've got this phone, or I've got an old phone that I can record with. And like when one wasn't working, I used the other one as a backup. When like the computer that I literally started with, I've had for four years, and then it like died on the uh, episode four that I put out. So like literally before I was able, like I was able to luckily get all my files off of that computer and save it before it just quit. And then I went to Office Depot. I was like, I just need a new laptop. That one looks good. It's much lighter. It'll work. And like even figuring out like, okay, how do I, how am I going to pay for this? Like, let me put it half of it on this card, half of it on that card, but keeping it manageable. And then as I just got started, struggled on my own, um, I asked help within that mastermind group for like anybody that knew how to edit. And somebody, a friend connected me with another friend that he's been doing work for like over nine years and like once he put in the intro and even the ad that I asked him to do like I was like dude like you made me sound like I'm sweet it's like I don't know if I want that introduction because it's like (laughs) it starts out so powerful and then you have me come in my voice I'm like but I was like you know what just stop stop fronting for a minute and just like just embrace what's being given to you like this person is working with one of the top people out there like he does the voiceover for their podcast and he's Like he's wanting to work with you, even though like you guys are having like scheduling conflicts, like it's almost like you're playing um, phone tag. But like, finally, we linked up, we talked it through. He gave me some tips. He's like, go ahead and get like 15 to 20 people. And I was like, okay, I got five. Okay, now I've got 15. Now I've got 30. I got 35. He's like, dude, okay, you're doing it. Like you're doing exactly what I'm asking you to do. And then you're going above that. And I'm like, I just, I'm just tired of losing and not doing what I need to be doing. And what I said with my friend on the first podcast, we talked about just getting started. It's like when you're around greatness and you just see people that operate in their gifts and they're using their talents, you only become a spectator for so long to where it's like why aren't you doing it like you don't need to do what they're doing (laughs) you you have something that you care about that you value and just do that like just open your phone and record and literally just from like taking that step every single day or like every single week and just figuring out the social media thing I'm like okay like what I'm doing is okay but eventually it's gonna need to I'm gonna need to do like you did and work like like a social media marketer like I got Mm -hmm. somebody to help me with the website but in the meantime I went ahead and just like got the domain name put up the website linked it with the different accounts like I think as of last week got on all the uh, the audio platforms and I was like hey like I'm glad it's working so now it's available and people can listen to it they can share it and as I'm figuring things on the back end like building the team and working that out it's like okay like going into 2020 half of the year is already taken care of because I decided to like start and then continue and then continue and then continue and like stop looking at like uh like I I did have some hesitation but I'm focusing less and less on those.
1: Oh, yes, because those will, um, I think they hindered me for a good couple of months, you know, just, you know, being afraid to say, okay, well, I went to the military and it didn't work out or I went to do, you know, this dental field and it didn't work out. But those things Mm -hmm. did actually work out, understanding that they weren't my forever. They were just a step to get to, you know, the next one. So, you know, that fear will cripple you if you let it, but... I'm really right. glad that I'm getting to the point where I'm confident in the moves that I'm making. I'm learning from mm-hmm. the mistakes, but I'm you yep. know using them to kind of build, you know, towards what are, you know, all these goals that I plan. So I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm in the mood to try our planning to try a little bit of everything because I love right. a little bit of everything, you know, so photography and, <laughs> you know, community and, you know, so travel, right. all kinds of stuff. So there is no limit, especially with yep. entrepreneurship, you know, just yep. make sure that you're passionate about what you're doing because The people that you're, you know, focusing on will definitely know that, you know, they have to, you know, know that person and know that where they're going is, you know, a safe place and a place Mm -hmm. that they can kind of benefit from because it's benefiting them as well, not just you. So make sure Mm -hmm. that you give someone what you want someone to give you.
0: Right. That's awesome. Perfect. Well said. Did I lose you?
1: For a second. (laughs) Oh,
0: gotcha. I I don't know if my internet is acting up or what's going on, but uh, just one more time, tell the people where they should go um, to, for the millennial women for 2020, let them know how they can reach you and how to get
1: started. All right. So again, this is Keita, the founder of the interlude travel, a millennial female travel group, or basically a hub so that women can go and travel with other millennials in groups we are traveling to eight different locations both domestic and international in 2020 you can visit these and other information at the interlude travel and that's i or dot Me, and of course on social media the interlude travel for both Facebook and Instagram. We're going into more platforms as far as social media goes in the new year and new trips are being added to our website every week until the new year. So let's cross off some things on your bucket list, add to your resolutions and make 2020 a year to remember. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Kita.